Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 154 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. We've got no Damon this week. Damon is uh, is actually where I am. He, he's he's he's, uh, he's traveling. But uh, and I, I actually, funny enough, Trevor, I, we uh, I met up with Damon last night. We had we had dinner and uh, hung out with uh, Chris, our listener Chris, who lives uh, locally as well. So uh, awesome. so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, did did you guys uh, or where did you meet? I guess because I know Damon's picky about where he wants to meet and stuff with his food. <laughs> well, so I, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. There's a place here in Charlotte called Optimist Hall that is a uh, it's an old textile mill, and uh, they instead of tearing it down, it's like 120 something years old. Instead of tearing it down, they like refurbished the whole place and they made it into like this giant food court. So there's just like all kinds of different foods uh you know like food types and and pretty much anything you want you can get there so um and and funny enough uh you know the damon actually ended up having to stay a little bit longer and now he's going back again and i was like i specifically chose this place just because i thought i was like okay damon can't complain about this because there's so many options you know what i mean like there's (laughs) there's like you could just go oh you don't want fried chicken okay well you can go to the burger place or you can go to the fancy grilled cheese place or whatever you know what i mean there's got to be something (laughs) exactly right so um but he liked it enough yesterday that he's going back again today so awesome yeah, we had a good time with Chris. Chris was cool, and uh, so so thanks for meeting up with us, Chris. It was it was a good time. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed our company as well. <laughs> so, uh, Damon, Damon, uh, jokingly, we were we were waiting for Damon for a little while, and I was talking to Chris, and um, Damon, Damon was like, "I didn't even have to text you to know where you were because I heard your voice from across the parking lot." because <laughs> he's insinuating that i'm very loud which i've i know you know like listen i i know but um i i am and that's true i mean you know my, my wife gives me a hard time about it all the time but um but yeah so damon heard me from across the parking lot and and just went towards my voice <laughs> so uh but anyway we had a good time so but but it's just a, a tom and trevor show today so and that's fine i i yeah. think uh yeah, you know, we we actually haven't done this in a while. Now that I think about, it. there was a point where we were doing this. Like, I mean, you know, with Damon, um, he had a bunch of stuff going on, so he was moving. It, yeah, he was moving. Yeah, and he was, and then when he had surgery too, he was out for a little bit. So yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, it hasn't it hasn't just been a, a two of a show for quite a time now. Yeah, well, then and you know, truthfully, because usually when it's just the two of us, I try to get like a a, a guest to come with us, but mm-hmm. I don't even think Damon told me that he wasn't. Well, I think I said like. Uh, regular time, you know, to you guys, and on like Thursday, and Damon's like, "Oh, I'm not going to be there." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, right. could, would have been good to know like a couple days ago. <laughs> could have gotten somebody else to come on, but you know, it's all good. We don't need we don't need three people. Exactly. Right? We 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 can do this. This it'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. So I I actually put on this list though that I wanted to talk about. I uh so I I talked to I talked about before where I had some extra points floating around, right? I, I mm-hmm. had thirty points just floating around. And uh, it was actually 15 points in holding on one contract and 15 points on another contract. Um, but they were, uh, they were the ones, you know, have the different use years. So they're like totally separate membership numbers. So I went and I just 
you know, scoured. Uh, I, I just, I think I did like the, the, the search on, on the DVC site for like January 1st to January 31st, right? Just to see, cause you know, when you do that, like it shows you that nice little calendar that has all like the points per day on it, you know? So yeah. just so I could find a day that was 15 points, cause that was what I needed to rent out. So I found a couple random. Uh, random uh, reservations uh, in January and February. I booked them both, and then I listed them on DVC Rental Store. Uh, so go rent my uh, my, my my rentals. <laughs> so hopefully, I can at least do something with those points, uh, and, and you know somebody will grab those because otherwise they're just gonna go out into the ether. You know. <laughs> so yeah, I but, mean, um, that I would do the same thing. I actually thought I was going to have to do that. And then I realized I could actually bank my points still this year. So oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. See, I was done banking. I, I think I, I talked about this before, but I, it's, yeah, I, I couldn't bank these 30 points. So it's like, I got to do something with them and, and we're, you know, they expire in March and April. Well, the, the holding mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So like the holding points were going to expire and then the, the other 15 points I think expired in April. So Okay. Or expire in April, I should say. Right. I shouldn't say past tense. <laughs> They're going to expire. And we're I know we're not gonna go between now and April. So <laughs> Yeah, but it's good that you're doing it now because uh obviously you wanna have you wanna have enough time that you know somebody can actually rent them and use them, right? You don't want to be getting yeah. it down to the wire. Yeah, and I mean I, I I'm hopeful somebody will, right? I mean it's it's a it's a one nighter and I'm sure some people need a one nighter here and there, right? So one mm-hmm. of them is a Animal Kingdom Savannah View Studio and the other one is a Bay Lake Tower. Uh standard view, but you know, if you've ever stayed at Bay Lake, there's really no bad view at Bay Lake. Uh honestly, cuz if you get like a parking lot view, the parking lot is in front of the building, which ends up like basically being like you can see the monorail and you can see, you know, uh, you can see the contemporary and like there's wherever you go around it, there's always some sort of good view, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. So anyway, uh, so yeah, go, go, go rent my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that this is, uh, this is how we're, we're doing things now. We're advertising yeah. our, our rentals on here. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go. Yeah. Yeah, they're reasonable. They're they're reasonable price, you know. Say we have a rental ad today for the rental store, so yeah, <laughs> this is on point today. That's fair. Yeah. So, what about you? Are you are you booking something? Is, so you say yeah, sorry, I, I I am actually. Uh, it it just happened to work out to to today is actually my eleven month mark for oh. a trip that I'm planning. So, um, we're looking at November fifth to twelfth next year. So oh, nice. Um, so as we're, as we're talking right now, I'm actually booking my room. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess hmm, the poly <laughs> yep. and always a lake view. I, I can't, you can't not have the, lake view, right? I, have I hate the lake to say it, but I'm, I'm spoiled. Yeah. Like I'm, it, it's so, it's so hard to go back to not having the lake view and and it, yeah, it's no, no, that's that's legitimate <laughs> yeah it, it, it's just funny because it, it's literally um like the room that we are not the hotel or nah, the building that we stay in i'm trying to find the right words yeah. um the building that we're staying in is uh morea which we like it's literally just across the hall like like when you think about it, it's like one side of the hall is standard and you're looking out into yeah. the courtyard. The other side is Lakeview and then you're looking out at Magic Kingdom. And 
like it's extra points and it seems frivolous, but uh, I don't know. There's something about, there's something about that view that like, well, I mean, you've got uh, Cinderella's castle there and space mountain and, and all that. Well, of course, it's, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to want to stay anywhere else right now. I get it. I mean, yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> you know, you stay where you want to stay, right? Like no judgment here. <laughs> yeah. If you and, want to stay somewhere else someday, you can, but you yeah, know, stay where you want to stay. So, you know, someday we will, but for now this is fine. And, and, uh, and I know, you know, actually, it's good that Damon's not here because he would, uh, you know, he would be like, what the heck? Because I'm literally like, this is the, uh, the like, this is as early as possible that I can book this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably good. Yeah. Although, you know, it's funny, though, because I noticed I was looking for, uh, gosh, what was it? Um, I feel like I, th- I think I was looking at like Vero Beach, like during the summer, and I was like, uh, able to to see, I mean, not so, you know, like early summer, and I, I was surprised mm-hmm. that that there was some availability. I, I, for, I guess I thought that that was one of those places, and and like, listen, it's a this is a, a blind spot for me because I've never booked there, but I, I always thought that that was one of those places that was a little bit more challenging to get, like Hilton Head, but there was a lot of availability. I was kind of surprised. You know, I I feel like yeah, you know, Vero and Hilton because of the fact that they're not on property. Yeah, it's probably people are thinking about it at different times and really like, you know, I'm it's December and I'm sitting here thinking about next November. And, you know, as we know, talking with Damon and other people, it's, you know, not everyone is thinking about this stuff this far ahead. Like, yeah, that's true. It's if I had to guess, it's probably if you did the same thing in like January or February, um, people are probably starting to think about their vacations at that point and you would see a lot of it disappear by then yeah 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 well interestingly enough like i uh you know i i've seen a lot of people talk about their you know the availability issues and stuff like that but it it seems like there's just availability issues during certain times when people want to go because i mean yeah. i i just i mean i grabbed that the the november trip that i did i i grabbed that like a month before <laughs> we were going and uh i mean i just like i said i just picked up a couple one night reservations but when i was looking at them there were you know not full weeks available but there were you know, a couple, four or five consecutive days available during some days in January. So, you know, that's fairly last minute as far as DVC is concerned. It's a month out, you know, and you're, you, there's still some availability. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying there there's, isn't an availability problem. There is, you know, for, for certain there, times, but you know, there is, but I, I think the interesting thing is because Disney set the restrictions on banking points on the borrowing, you mean? Or yeah, sorry on yeah on borrowing for the or whatever whatever it is here yeah, it for the next year, right? Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. Uh, well, but I thought it was also you could only bank so much because they, they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to. Um, there's a bunch of people that had banked points yeah. that you know were trying to, or you know they they were saving them up and they're trying to avoid you know being zero availability for like the next year and a half as people try and use up their points. But the interesting thing is that um, I, I think what you're seeing there, you know, you know, the comment about, Hey, there's not, or not everything is booked up. I have to wonder how many people are just, you know, you know, kind of like how you, you know, you had those extra points, how many people aren't necessarily renting them out. And they're just saying, ah, oh, you know, I have like 30 extra points. I'm just going to let them expire because I can't do anything with them. 
Oh, I'm sure there's some people. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't even know that you can do that, right? That that you can rent out your points and and things like that. I, I'm sure that that's a, that's a thing, right? I I, I suppose. I honestly, I I would be surprised because I like I asked that question when I was looking into this because I was like, wait a minute, what happens if I can't use my points? Yeah. And I even I even asked my guide that question, and you know he he was upfront and said, well, you know they'll expire after this time. He said, but you can rent them out to other people. So yeah, okay. See, I yeah. never, I my guy didn't ever say that. So well, again, maybe it was just because we were asking the right questions. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I don't think there's a restriction on on banking because I mean you can only do the bank once, right? And then they expire. So I don't think but that they, I I thought they care that, as much about that. I thought the limitation though was on because because there was effectively a year where people weren't going. I thought they were trying to limit people banking points into the next year so that there was a surplus of points like coming into 2021, 2022. Yeah. I, I'd have to look. Cause I, I don't think there's, I didn't think that there was any restriction on that. So hmm. on the banking piece, just the borrowing piece, but we can look that up. Either, <laughs> either way. I, I feel that we're, we're hitting a point where there, there's probably a bunch of people that are just letting points expire right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so you are, so yeah, the weird thing is, is it's, or this is probably what Disney intended was that, you know, there's still availability because people just aren't using their points, which, you know, Disney doesn't want that either. They they want people to use their points. Of course. Yeah. But they also don't want to be that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's book at 11 months or you're never going to get it. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't think I've, I'm trying to think if I've ever booked at 11 months. I don't think I've ever booked because a lot of people are like, Oh, I got to book at 11 months always. Right. And I mean, like if you're looking for something really specific, well, for you, you're looking yeah. for a lake view. I mean, you're looking for something very specific. Like, whereas we don't necessarily care as much, you know, like mm-hmm. we're, we'll stay in a lot of different scenarios. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily care as much if we get this specific view or whatever. So, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest, like if, if we were, um, or because of us traveling internationally and everything, I am always thinking oh, yeah, about different. it this far ahead. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, getting the lake view is definitely, it is an intentional thing, but like, you know, I'm not against staying anywhere else either. Like, you know, we've, we've stayed, we've stayed plenty of other places on property. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not that I, it's like, I have to stay at the lake view or nothing. Um, it's just, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about as, you know, Hey, I might as well get this locked in first. So then that way I'm not guessing on it. And even, um, actually a good example for, um, for the meetup, I, uh, I don't know, I don't know if I told you this. Um, so I, I, I booked again, uh, a poly room for, for the meetup. Um, but I do have a wait list for one of those two, uh, the two person rooms in the Riviera. So that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I'm actually, I'm, but I'm waiting to see if that comes in. But the thing is, is I, I, I locked in my poly reservation first. Cause I was like, you know, that way I'm good. And I don't have to, you know, if I'm staying there, I'm staying there, you know, that's, that's no big deal. You know, that's, that's great either way. But yeah, if I do get that Riviera re- reservation, I'll be, you know, I'll be happy to check that out too. So yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, I, I really, I do want to stay at the Riviera. Like that's on my list for sure. You know? Yeah, and, uh, and and this meetup because I'm going by myself. Um, it, like I would never be able to book those the two person rooms anytime soon because yeah. you know I 
I, I'm not at a point where I'm going to take a trip without my son where it's just me and my wife. So yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, hey, am I, you know, if I can snag one of these, great. Let's try it. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes total sense. Total sense. All right. Cool. All right. Let's, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now that we've, uh, yeah, let's, uh, or actually, I guess, is there any other, is there any other renting or booking stuff we need to talk about before we get into listener questions? I don't think so. I, I think, well, you know, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks here because we had uh, that little yeah. break in there. I almost just said, how was your Thanksgiving? But uh, th- that was like a month ago for you. So. Yeah, it, it was great, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> was it, was it last week? Uh, <laughs> or I guess, yeah, two Wait, weeks was ago. Was yours good? Listening to this right now. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We had a good time. <laughs> Um, we, we had, uh, we had some fun and we, you know, ate some good food and all that good stuff. So, uh, good. yeah, no, it was good. I can't complain too much. I, I still need to do a lot of Christmas shopping. Like that's weighing on me. I'm still, we're, we're only a couple weeks out here and I'm still, uh, we're still uh, missing a, a, quite a few people, but <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> so. I, I'm going to echo Damon cause I, I'm the same way. I was, we were like 50% done back in like October and I actually, we had our Christmas shopping done, um, yeah, about three days before Black Friday, actually, because I don't, nice. I usually don't do the Black Friday sales. We had everything bought. Um, a couple of things showed up by Amazon. It's actually all here now, and we just have to do some wrapping, and then I'm ready to go for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. I, I just can't even like think of the thing like where the we're having a challenge coming up with things to get for people. That's that's the challenge we're having. So right. But need we'll to uh, need to do like Damon and just go find some random stuff on Etsy because he seems that's, to be really good at that. That's what we're that's what we do, but it's like it's just hard to just find the stuff that we want. So right, uh, yeah. But um, I'm sure we'll we'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about it. So all right, only 17 minutes in, and we haven't even talked about anything that's on our list here. So well, <laughs> no, we 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 got past item three. We we yeah, we did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan wants to know, assuming Disney World parks get to back to 100% staffing in the next six months, what do you want to see happen with the park system? Park system's not going away. The park reservation system's not going away. He's saying, what do you want to see happen? I mean, so, I guess you, what you want to see is not having any days filled up, right? I guess. That's, yeah. I, <laughs> which I mean, is unrealistic, though, because some days will at some point, you know? They will, but, you know, the same thing happened... Um, the same thing happened even without the park reservation system. There was days where, where, you know, magic kingdom, especially like, you know, towards the end of the year, Christmas, new year's, stuff like that. It's pretty rare still though, that they would shut it down. It was just for those major holidays. Yeah. I, I think the thing is, is that I, you know, again, personally, I like it because, you know, it, it tells you ahead of time or, or it, it saves that, you know, working all the way up to it, getting to the gate and then getting turned away. Right. Like, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I don't think the park reservation system is, is an evil thing. I know a lot of people are like, well, I just want to show up and it's like, yeah, you, you can, you can still kind of do that. And, and when you get to the point where, where they're fully staffed again, it'll, um, you know, it'll be that is, you know, and I think we've even got that right now where you can pretty much, you know, look at it the day of or the day before and go, oh, I'm going to Magic Kingdom tomorrow, book a park reservation done. Like we're, yeah, we're not for the most part, unless it's super busy, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't, I can't even recall, I, I don't recall any time in recent time where they've closed down one of the parks because of that. Or when I say closed down, I mean I like stopped admission, right? Like it, it hasn't, yeah. it hasn't been a, 
there hasn't been enough instances that stand out in my mind that it's at a point where it's like you can't get into the park that you want to get into on any given day. Yeah, although I did see that they've been the uh, certain parks they have uh, suspended uh, during the holidays here suspended the uh, the same day ticket purchases. So, oh, of of course, because yeah, and that makes sense because you know we we are coming towards Christmas, and the difference is is that with the park reservation system, you're finding that out way ahead of time. Like I said, that yeah, this exactly, is where yeah. where it's better that you know now that they've you know that there's enough people out there going to the park that it's you know hitting capacity versus um like i said you know but if i bought my tickets and i got there that day and then was told nope sorry you know you can't go to the park of choice and then you're having to scramble to find somewhere else to go um i would be more mad about that and and yeah further to that I can't think of a time where all four four parks were at capacity. No, I, yeah. it's usually only Magic Kingdom. I feel like that ever gets the capacity, right? That and I can think of. Yeah, I, I think once they finish with Epcot, I think you'll see the same thing. You can potentially see the same thing happen at Epcot. I think. Yeah, I could. I would agree with that. Yeah. Epcot is so big, though. Too just like, uh, like. Just space wise, you know, it's a lot harder, I feel like, for them to hit capacity. Like, I could see it more even at like Hollywood Studios, which has been the most popular park lately, you know, and and is small, you know, (laughs) compared Mm -hmm. to the rest. And especially right now with some of the shows that, well, with Indiana Jones still closed, uh, you know, which it'll be opening in the next few weeks here. Uh, but you know, it's, it, it, you don't have some of those people eaters out there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can see it more with, with one of those. But to your point, yeah, you're basically guaranteeing yourself entry to the park, right? So like they, you're not going to get there and they're going to be like, oh, even though you had a park reservation or full up, get out. You know, like this is you guaranteeing your spot. So I get that people don't love it. But, you know, at the same time, this is this is one of those things that to me, it's like the uh, the old fast pass system, right? I mean used to have to reserve it 60 days in advance, you know? Yeah. And like, that's that's how... You, so you were kind of doing this already, in a way, right? Because you were picking what park you wanted to go to 60 days in advance. Now you can at least, like, for the most part, change it last minute if you want to and, and not worry about screwing up all your plans. You can, you can still... I feel like you could be more spontaneous now than you could be in the past, but... Yeah, totally. So... So... You know, to to Dan's question, you know, what what do I want to see happen with the reservation system? I I don't think there's anything I, else I want to see happen with it right now. Like I I think it's yeah. I think with the way things are and and the way things are moving at the moment, I think it's okay. Like it because it, you know it it is meeting it is meeting the requirements for both parties. You know, the people who want to be spontaneous can book reservations most days and, and again you could but it was the same thing before like you could get into the parks most days so yeah. that hasn't changed but then also for people that are planning far out you can you can ensure that you're you know you're setting your own expectations there as well so i don't know what needs to change with it yeah except for you know for some people just to get rid of it right <laughs> like, well but some people don't like it yeah i get it yeah so. and again i'm sorry I, i'm in that boat of you know i i like having i like having that level of communication and that level of control over it like, yeah because they really are giving you they're giving you the control to decide ahead of time what you're doing or as far ahead as you want right yeah and because before it was 
like I, I think this is better than the alternative, which is, hey, I made a bunch of dining reservations. I booked or, you know, fast passes are gone. I know, but you know, let's say I, you know, had all these plans for a day and the gamble was, am I actually going to get into the park that day? Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I like the fact that they've taken that gamble away because yeah. it's, yeah, it, the, to me, that's way more stressful. And I get, you know, people like the spontaneity of it, but you know, if I'm already planning certain things or if I'm making reservations, I want to assume that going into the park is included with that because, you know, they, they even say like when you book reservations, it's like, you know, park admissions, not guaranteed, or you, you know, you got to make sure you got your tickets sorted out. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I like, I don't, I don't know why you would want to go back to gambling on that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. I mean, I, and, and the interesting thing about this is like, like, you know, I think we talked about this before, why, why they're doing this, right? This is like mm-hmm. an operations thing. It's, it enables them to understand how many people are going to be in each park and make sure that they're staffed properly and stuff. So really, I know it's not a great change on the front end for a lot of people, but on the back end, it's, it's a good thing, right? It's, it's, it's intended to make your experience better, right? <laughs> like, like as weird as that sounds, it's, it's supposed to, you know, make sure there's enough people that work there and uh, supplies and all that stuff. Um, it helps them with that kind of thing. So that's really what they're trying to do here. But like, I understand for some people, but I, yeah. So the only thing, like you said, I want to see is that there's open slots most of the time. That's all. Yeah. I would like to see park hopping come back in a way where it's not limited to two o'clock, but that's not really the reservation system necessarily. Right. So I, and, and I will say, you know, one of the things that we did like is that even with the reservation, you don't have to make a reservation for the second park. Right. So. You don't. You only have to make a reservation for one park. So as long as you have it for Magic Kingdom, if you want to hop to Epcot after two o'clock, you just go to Epcot. Like there's no reservation needed for that. So, mm-hmm. so I'm that's fine. You know, like I'm I'm good with that too. And and, and to your point about the you know park hopping thing, y- you did bring up or you just made me think of something is that you know people used to do the uh, you know four parks in one day challenge, right? Yeah. And. You know, it's a lot harder now because you got to, you know, wait until after two o'clock. But I remember like, you know, I used to watch videos of people doing that and, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, I, you know, you know, I want to be able to do that. Every time I've seen people do that, they do it, but then they're like, they get to the end of it and they're like, oh, I'm so tired. You know, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to, to park hop four days. And it's like, I guess why... It feels like a waste of time to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's so, you know, you're doing it just for the sake of saying you're doing it, but then you're not really enjoying what you're doing because you're more concerned about getting to the next thing than actually being in the moment. So I don't think it's bad that – I don't think it's bad that that's not an option right now. You know, if it comes back in the future, that's fine, but – I don't think we need that or I, you know, know. for me personally, I don't see why you would need to, to do that right now. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. All right. Let's, uh, so Katie wants to, uh, ask, have you analyzed the 2023 point charts and what changes did you find surprising? Um, I briefly looked at them. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, or at least looking at the ones for the Polynesian, it, there was nothing. It, it, it seemed pretty standard to me. Like it was like, okay, yeah, you know, they just, they moved a couple of dates around, but you know, all in all, it's, 
yeah, there, there's nothing groundbreaking about it to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I from what I'm reading, right? Because I, I'm not going to sit here and like uh, go th- put together a spreadsheet and analyze uh, the point charts over the years and mm-hmm. you know see what changed. But from from what I've seen uh, from from Disney's uh, from DVC's uh, release, they said uh, the 2023 uh, vacation points charts will again feature seven travel periods with updates to balance demand. Simil- and by the way, I love their transparency with this. They are, I feel like they're pretty transparent with what they're trying to do by changing the points around. So similar to the 2022 reallocation, travel periods with greater demand will require more points and travel periods with less demand will feature fewer points. For example, members can enjoy stays for fewer points than the year before when traveling during the summer period. On the other hand, members who wish to travel in most weeks in October and November and certain weeks in December will require more points than the year before. So there you go. Yeah. Which that's like you said, you know, that that's not surprising to me because a lot of people always go during food and wine and like during fall and same thing during the summer. So it's kind of like, yeah, okay, this, this is just normal. They're trying to balance demand. That's what it is. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's really what it comes down to. And that's what they're telling you they're trying to do. And and that makes sense. Like, I don't think there's any, anything nefarious going on there. It's they're, they're being upfront. Like they're trying to balance demand out through the years. So you don't have a problem where, you know, you have a bunch of members complaining that I can't get a, you know, a reservation during November. You know, this, this, these kinds of changes encourage people to stay during some of the slower times. And so that helps Disney because it brings in more people, obviously, during the slower times. They want to be busy all the time as opposed to just busy during the, uh, the, you know, the busier times, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, they want to be busy all the time. And, you know, for members, it's good because it, it helps the availability a little bit. So, so yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't analyzed it too much though, Katie. That's the most analysis I get is from what DVC told us. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure one of the DVC sites w- at some point will come out with some sort of detailed analysis with spreadsheets and such. But uh, but that's not something we we're gonna do here. So <laughs> all right. So Chris, uh, this is Chris from Discord. Uh, maybe you guys want to debate in the next episode my situation. I live in Southern California, about an hour south of Disneyland. I have a 17-year-old daughter, senior in high school, a 15-year-old son, uh, sophomore in high school. We currently use our points about every other year to get two-bedroom units. With the kids getting older and starting to get on with our own lives, we see our use changing in the next five years or so. Uh, our plan, load up with some more points. They currently have 320 and get a grand villa about every two years, alternating between Alani and Disney World so that we have can have our kids come with their partners, family, friends, and their somewhat their own space. The debate, where should we get these points? What resort has the best villas, assuming price is not an issue in the debate? Uh, we currently own at Saratoga and Alani. Hmm. I, that's a, I mean, that's a kind of a tough question, right? It is. And I, I guess the the part that I <laughs> got got stuck on was that he he lives an hour south of Disneyland, which but to go to Disney World in Alani. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that's totally fine. I get that. You know, you you yeah. don't want to go to the place that's just local. You want to go somewhere else. So that's yeah, yeah, that's fair. But you know, my my initial thought would be, you know, get some points at the new um. Disney or the new hotel opening in Disneyland. But then the problem with that is that getting villas there will probably be more expensive than most. So, you know, that puts it back to, yeah, it does make sense to go to, to Disney world. And, and, you know, obviously already owns at Saratoga and Alani. Um, 
Well, I guess the, the, there's a there's a question here of right, like, and I think this is what it always comes down to, right? Like, do you want to stay at a specific spot all the time? Like, what's what do you yeah. value well, more, right? Well, well he's do you saying want cheaper or yeah, yeah. Which resort has the best villas? Hmm. That's a, that's a t- I mean that's a tough question though too. He means like the grand villas, right? Yeah, yeah. So and I, I mean. Yeah, that's those are the rooms that I have the least experience with. So, but the, it's also just a tough question though, too. In in that, you know, it kind of depends on what you want. Because like, if you look at like Bay Lake, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Bay Lake has the the Grand Villas have floor to ceiling windows where you can see into Magic Kingdom and and you can play the show music when they're doing the fireworks. Like, you're talking about an amazing view there, right? Like that's 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 a amazing spot uh, to have a Grand Villa. Uh, or you could talk about like you know an Animal Kingdom one that is you know a uh, couple floors and has a pool table in it and you know you have a really nice area to go and look out at the at the animals. Um, I've heard the ones at Riviera are amazing. I mean, I I don't know. It's it's tough. It just kind of depends on what you want too. Because like yeah, you know, do do the amount of years left on the contract matter to you? I I don't know. I mean, is is that a, a consideration you need to take too? Um, so let, let's just. Um I'd like to step through a a scenario that like what he's talking about here, just to, you know, let's think about it is okay. So he, he's planning, you know, him and his, you know, him and his wife and then, and then kids with probably, you know, you know, significant others and then eventually families. So, you know, it's the, I think the intent is, is, you know, he, he wants to get to a point where, you know, you know, it's multiple or, or like a larger family coming and sure. and doing things together. So initially my thought was, you know, the Riviera seemed like the best choice because the Riviera is it's, it's in that, it's in that perfect pocket right now between um, Epcot and Hollywood studios, which um, those really lend themselves to if, you know, if, if you're planning more adult trips where, where you know, sure. everybody is, you know, you know, old enough to drink or old enough to, you know, you know, just go and do a lot of stuff at Epcot. That to me seems like one of the best resorts to be at and, and, you know, considering use year and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, boardwalk and, and beach club are obviously a lot harder to get. So, so Riviera would make sense there. Um, the, the caveat being, of course, you know, selling the points is going to be a little bit more difficult with restrictions on it. But then I thought about it and said, well, hold up, you know, you know, there's going to be that scenario, but then it's also going to be at some point, I'm assuming, you know, grandkids, right? Sure. And then the question is, well, you know, that's, you know, yeah, you can still do that at Riviera, you know, it it would still be great. But for me, um, grandkids, like I would almost want to be somewhere at, at one of the Magic Kingdom resorts. So either grand floridian or bay lake tower in that case yeah so i i guess yeah the 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 part that i'm missing here is like you know he's talking about in the next five years or so and and you know you know he's looking at that change but i guess is is the intent or i guess i i would be thinking even more long term than that myself like like because you know, you, you can obviously bounce around, you know, like everybody sure, does. Yeah. You you can, yeah. you know, and you can even just, you know, stay at Saratoga, right? Well, that was I was going to say, you know, Saratoga has Grand Villas. I mean, and they're, they're yeah. really nice. I mean, if that's what you're going, if you're going bang for your buck, that's probably going to be your best bang for your buck, right? It, it is. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Is You know, if, yeah, if, if you're not, if you're not thinking about 
like I said, I, I was I was talking through the locations because you know if, if you're thinking about that and you want to have that, you know, kind of going back to me talking about you know that room looking out over the water at the poly, right? Yeah. You know, if that's what you want, um, you know, I would I would be thinking a little bit more long term on that because yeah. um, you know you really want to stay at the one that you know the one that every time you go you're like yeah th- this is what i wanted right like exactly yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah i mean that the, yeah, i mean if you and if you look at like a three bedroom grand villa at uh at at saratoga sleeps 12 people king size bed four queen size and a queen size pull down i mean like that's it's a lot that, of it's a lot of beds and a lot of space and yeah, yeah that that's totally that large family scenario I was talking about yeah. and and again, the thing about that is that yeah you you could probably or you could you could go more if you were planning that, but yeah you no know, he's saying like he's gonna go between alani and and Disney world, so uh, you know you know ignoring again you know ignoring points and costs and all that kind of stuff um I almost yeah, want I mean, to say by alani because I mean like they're like Disney's dying to get rid of alani points <laughs> like well that, they, that they, doesn't mean they're still necessarily the best value either oh well no that's that's you know but i mean if if they're going to spend the time at alani why not get alani points then i mean you know right but but I, I i wonder if it's a case of he has enough every to do the every other year trip and it's not like like because you have to remember you know if it's you know if 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 it would cost him like 200 points and he's got 100 points there right now that's that's enough to do every other year. So that yeah, may not sure. be yeah. that may, may not be the issue with Alani. Um, yeah, like I said, specifically thinking about Florida, like I, yeah, I guess, yeah. There's either two ways to do it is yeah, go with Saratoga, which you know you've already got points there, and you can just expand on that and and really make use of Saratoga. Or I would, I'm leaning towards Bay Lake Tower, just yeah. because you know thinking about that bit of, you know, a little bit past five years. Um, I would, I would rather have a magic kingdom resort when, you know, when you, when you get to the point where you want to bring grandkids, like that's like, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say like the um, Riviera and the other resorts that they, they're just as amazing. But for me personally, when I take my grandkids, I want to be like, yeah, there's, there's Cinderella's castle. Yes, <laughs> you really can't beat the view out of a out of a grand villa. Uh, you know, it, it's yeah. the, Look, at looking a down over Space Mountain and and yeah. all that. Yeah, no, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it, you really can't. I mean, it's 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 a, they're amazing, and uh, I, that's definitely on our bucket list. Like, I would love to to, to do a grand villa there. Um, you know, one of these times, but but you know they cost a lot of money or cost a lot mm-hmm. of points <laughs> so, they do they do so all right let's uh you. let's answer one more question here and then i guess uh, we can probably do the ad after that oh gosh really okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> um right. good yeah so so corinne uh via discord says if you could bring back one ride slash show slash experience that is now gone what would you bring back and the caveat is whatever you bring back would replace whatever is currently in that spot Hmm. It's tough. Horizons. <laughs> um, the original yeah. figment. Yeah, I, you know is that fair. Yeah. Is that allowed? <laughs> 
Yeah, I wasn't really thinking about Epcot when I I, I, I immediately go to Magic Kingdom or actually I would eat. <laughs> I would love for them to bring back the people mover in Disneyland, but that yeah. that's a whole like that's a whole different thing, yeah. Yeah. But that's just I mean that's still well, it's I guess it's standing but not operating kind of, right? They made changes to it to do the rocket rod things and the it's thing, all busted now. It's all messed just, up, yeah. Yeah, they can't rip it out, so. And they're going to do so they got to do something with that eventually. Um oh man, that's this it's a tough question. Can I mean I I wish I, I I almost, this is going to sound really bad, but I kind of don't care. Um, <laughs> I, and I'm probably the only one that misses this, maybe. Uh, I really miss the Lights Motors action show uh, at, at Hollywood Studios. I love that show. It was so, so fun. But um, it's kind of, it sat like where Star Wars slash Toy Story is now. Yeah. <laughs> And we and I, I I'm trying to even think geographically. I mean, it might encompass there, several there was areas that, there. And then there was the backlot lot tour. The backlot tour yeah. was the majority of the space, but lights motor yeah. action was in that same yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the backlot tour, like I think, had a circle right in front of the uh, right in front of the in front of the uh, building for for uh, for lights motors action. So, yeah. I, you know, I do miss that show. I know I'm in the minority on that, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but but that's you know that doesn't matter. Because the, yeah. the question is, is, you know, if you could bring it back, you know, that's fair. I, I do miss the, the backlot tour as well. You know, I would, I would be okay with that coming back and, but not, I mean, obviously it would have to be an updated version of it because it yeah. was very, <laughs> it was very dated for what it yeah. was. Um, but yeah, would, would giving up Star Wars land and Toy Story land be enough that's it's i feel like it's not worth it to get back that one show i just i want to put it somewhere else um yeah i i don't know man i think horizons is a good answer um Mm -hmm. i like i like that that answer um hmm. yeah i mean mr toad's wild ride i mean we could go that route we could go snow white yeah i mean i i would yeah actually you know i i like winnie the pooh um, but if they put back in Mr. Toads, I, I would be okay with that because I, I didn't get to ride it as much as I've ridden the one in Disneyland. So yeah. I would, I would love to see Mr. Toads, how it was presented at Disney World. Cause I know there was some differences between the two. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. 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 There were some differences. I mean, at least it still exists though. I mean, in one place, at least you can still go on it, you yeah. know, <laughs> somewhere, but, um, yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's just kind of a bummer. I, I mean, I think that's. I think that covers it. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what else I would pick. Again, the the problem with this one is that you have to. It's not putting, you know, adding. It's you. You're you're losing something in the process. Which yeah, yeah. you know, I I, I kind of like all the you know, I like the new stuff. <laughs> I, I do don't want to lose I, the yeah. new stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to lose the new stuff either. So, I mean, you know, what, I'm not going to replace. Uh, oh gosh, what was it? Buzz Lightyear before Buzz Lightyear? What was it? If I had wings or whatever it was. <laughs> Is that was that in there? Hmm. I don't. What was even in the remember. Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Um. Now I got to like go on Wikipedia and remember what was there before Buzz Lightyear because it's been there for so long now. Uh. What was I it keep for. I keep confusing it with, uh, my problem is, is like with Tomorrowland where Buzz Lightyear is like the equivalent in Disneyland is where Star Tours is, which the previous, uh, ride was, um, uh, uh the molecule one. What was it called? What are you talking about? Inter- Adventures into inner space. 
Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking, though. I, so I Googled this just to go back. Sorry. <laughs> go. What were you, you going to say? Yeah. Like I said, my, my problem is, is where, like, that area where Buzz Lightyear and Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I can't remember what was there before or if it was anything worthwhile. <laughs> was it the Timekeeper was in there? It oh was that gosh. Robin Williams thing. Do you remember that? Oh, now, no. Now I got to Google. Uh, but I was right. It was. So uh, if you had wings and then it was if you could fly and then it was, uh, was it Delta Dream Flight and then it was Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. So <laughs> went through a couple iterations. Hmm. Are you are you looking this up now? I'm I am. I'm <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I it's the timekeeper thing is what you know like that I'm talking about. Um that's like one of my weird memories Delta, that I always remember Delta from when Dream I was a kid. Flight. Are you looking that up now? Wait. <laughs> yeah, that that was what was there before. No, that was that was where that was where uh uh Buzz was, right? So Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, and it was it was an omni mover. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor because that was that was the Timekeeper before that. So that was that was uh, it was like there was a robot in there. I think it was voiced by Rob Williams, if I remember correctly, and it was like a Circle Vision show. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that may have been before my time, even. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I know it went till two thousand seven. So was it? That's what it's, which blows okay, my mind. That so. It's, yeah. Okay, two, so why would we have skipped that then? I don't know well, why no, we would have skipped so wait, that. So Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor opened in 2007. So okay. Timekeeper so, closed. Let's see, when did Timekeeper close? 90, wait, uh, 04. So 04, that just sat there for three okay. years. So it went so, to 04. So we, were there, we were there in 06, which, yeah, so it would have been closed, but Alien Encounter was, or no, Alien Encounter was... That was oh no! Wait, that. it's oh six. Oh six. I was reading the wrong. I was reading the wrong yeah. thing. I would so yeah. I think yeah. I think we were there at that weird time where it wasn't it wasn't operating. So I just didn't even acknowledge <laughs> that there was anything there. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I loved that. Show. It's one of my things. Like I said, I remember it from when I was a kid. Like I just I always remember that one. I, I don't know why. Maybe because it was Robin Williams, or maybe because it was a super weird animatronic. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Okay, do you know, you just reminded me, do you remember that Drew Carey show that was in Hollywood oh, yeah. Studios? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... Was that the one with the sounds? Where It, it was, was like yeah, a, where you, yeah, where you yeah, sat, yeah, where you put on the earphones and you sat in the dark and... <laughs> oh, I went full-on old man one time on that ride, because or on that show, because uh, I was trying to, like, be into the show and, like... There were like a couple like teenagers like uh like just kind of yeah. like making a lot of noise and like running around and like I th- I'm pretty sure I yelled at them something like you're ruining it. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> uh, I remember that one though. I I definitely I think I only did that one like once, but man, the timekeeper. Come on. Timekeeper was great. <laughs> can't I can't believe you never get- don't remember the timekeeper. I guess to to our listeners, you know, you know, make sure you comment on the show if you remember some of these shows Time that we're keeper. talking about. Oh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, I also I do remember too. I remember if I had wings or, or Delta Dreamflight. I don't remember what it was called at the time, but I do remember that too. Uh vaguely, very vaguely. So 
I also, you know, I've, I've, I've very vivid memories of Body Wars too. Back in the day, I feel like Body Wars would be great to bring back. You yeah, know? I, you know, I, he- I hear about again. Th- these were all shows and attractions that were there before I got a chance to to really start going to Disney World. So yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting to hear about them, but I, I feel like. The same way that I got excited when Captain EO came back and I took my mm. my family and then we watched it and they were kind of like, this is weird. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, they, they weren't like against it. It was just, they were like, it wasn't, it, it was showing the where, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. the problem is, is that if you're going to bring back these shows, you have to update them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Should we go ahead and do our ad? I think we probably... Yeah, let's did enough yeah, I'll, reminiscing I'll, uh, here. I I also just remembered though that I forgot Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, you know, which is one of my favorite Disney rides no, ever. We're, we're not putting that back though because that would it take out like, a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's <laughs> it would an, take out so much stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that was a huge ride. Uh, I'll talk about this after the ad. I, I have okay. a thought on this. So, okay. So our ad this week is for a DVC rental store who I was just talking about because I did just put a couple reservations up on DVC rental store. So, uh, the DVC rental store, a world of DVC company offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC rental store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC rental store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. And of course, let them know the welcome home sent you. We're actually going to have them on the next show, uh, so to so send in questions that you have about renting, and we'll we'll have uh, have them on the next show. But um, so I I, I was watching, and this is off topic, but that's fine, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know, Trevor, if you took the almost two hours necessary to watch that fast pass uh, thing that yes uh, that um uh what what's it called? Why am I blanking on it? Um, uh, defunct land that yeah. defunct yeah. land did. Yeah, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> so good, right? Yeah. So so well produced, so well done. Um, but one of the things I found really interesting, and it's right in the beginning of this, that, um, Disney World, when it first opened, the two most popular attractions were 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which didn't surprise me, mm-hmm. and Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, I watched that and I was like, what now? <laughs> but, it's like, but that was because of the whole e-ticket thing, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. And, and that was, it's really interesting how he broke down how the that the ticket book system was artificially making that a popular attraction well it which, was telling people that it was you know yeah it was new so you know everyone had to flock to country bear jamboree yeah seriously if you haven't watched that that thing at defunct land yet it's so so good i mean i really badly want to get the defunct land guy on here because i i love all, all their videos i i've watched mm-hmm. a lot of them but that one is so well done and so well put together and well researched and just i mean they taught they you know one of their main points of research was the guy that like literally invented the fast pass concept uh but then they also like did sit like you know because we've talked forever i think on the show and and disney fans in general have talked forever about did fast pack pass make lines longer and he did like full-on simulations and figured out like gave a definitive answer you know yeah, which and and the interesting thing and, and so I <laughs> I I 
I will admit at one point in the video, I felt a little attacked <laughs> because, um, you know, he was talking about <laughs> the, the, the people who really knew the old fast pass system or the fast pass plus system greatly benefited from it. Oh, but it, sure. but it was at yeah. the expense of other people, right? Of all the people that didn't understand it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I get that, but, and I was, and of course I was in that boat of, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. Uh, a tech guy. So I just embraced it. And I, and I, you know, I'm still like that. That's why, you know, yeah. with the reservation systems and everything new that they're coming with, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm into that because I'm willing to invest the time in learning it and, and utilizing it. But I also do see the other side of it. I understand that not everybody wants to do that and, and all that. And I think I did like his, his summarization that, you know, you know, where it's going now does seem, it's a little more fair to everybody versus yeah. favoring one group over another. So, you know, it, it, it is, it, it is fair and it is reasonable. I, you know, I would have been fine with the old system be, again, because of the fact that I use it, but I also understand why it need to change. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like if he, if this video would have come out, a, a like maybe a month or two from now, he probably had a, would have had a more, in-depth analysis of of Disney of uh, Genie Plus in there, mm-hmm. uh, but because like the video came out like basically a couple weeks after Genie Plus came out, I mean he, he he talked about it and mentioned it, but I mean we didn't really know the details up until recently or how it was going to work. So yeah, it's definitely it's still a future state thing. Like we still don't yeah. have we don't have enough known about the new system to really you know you know concrete say. Hey, this, this is a hundred percent better than what was happening before. And it's not like it's, it's not, it's not apples to apples saying, you know, you know, Genie Plus is the better system because it does have its downsides as well. Right. So well, and if, you, if you, the, my main takeaway from watching that is, and we don't have to talk about this a lot. We got other stuff to talk yeah. about, but mm-hmm. uh, my main takeaway from it is that there really is no perfect system. Right. Like, and that was kind of what he was saying is like, you let, you let this kind of beast out of the, out of its cage and there's no way to really put it back in. Right. Like you can't, there's nothing you can do to stop this. Cause there's always people are going to want to skip the line and there's no perfect solution. No matter what you do, there's always going to be some group let out, uh, you know, left out or some, you know, it, it too many people. Like one of the more interesting things I found about that whole thing was that when they were doing simulations to figure out how they were going to do fast pass plus initially, where they were going to, you know, do the booking ahead of time and everything that they included, they didn't include all the rides at first. And when they did the simulations, they realized it's like, oh, not everybody can have three pa- fast passes then because the math just isn't going to work. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so that's why, like, you and I, I didn't realize this. I just thought Disney was trying to throw a fast plus, pass plus at everything at the time. But like, the reason they started adding things that were just like experiences, like fireworks viewing areas and stuff like that, was because they just simply had to have more things on the system in order for it to work. Like, <laughs> so I mean, it was it's an immensely interesting video. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you're into I, that kind of thing, yeah, you know, well, even if even if you're not as into it as we are, um, obviously, you know, Tom and myself, full acknowledgement that that you know we're we are the the nerds <laughs> that yeah. you know dive into this stuff. I think it's still good, even if you're not that serious about it. Like, you know, you don't have to watch the whole video, but it does give some good context. Like, if you can, you know, go through parts of it it you know it i i think it's good at explaining the logic behind things and again it doesn't i'm not saying it excuses some of the things disney does 
But when you at least understand the intention and understand the evolution, because the other part too, and we've said this on the show is, you know, you know, people forget what it was like before. People, yeah, what it was you, like when they opened. Yeah, well, <laughs> too, and, you know, <laughs> and, and, and and you know, we're always talking like you know, we we've had these discussions about you know them changing things and you know, hey, this has gone away and you know it was so much better before with this, but when you actually sit down and look at it, those things you know they're very fleeting. Like even even fast pass, you know, it's changed so much over the years that you know you liked a particular window in time, but that also had its drawbacks, and you didn't. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like the point I was making about myself is, you know, you know, I was okay abusing the system, <laughs> and, <laughs> but, you know, that was just for that point in time. So, yeah, 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 you know, it's, it's not, it's not a simple, you know, Disney put it this way and everyone will be happy like that. That'll never be the case. <laughs> no, because I mean, even like, and they, they showed this a lot, you know, when the park first opened, when Disney World first open in Disneyland too. They had, they both had the same problem and that was long lines. I mean, this has always been a problem and Disney's been trying for its entire existence, uh, basically of having theme parks of figuring out this problem. Right. And mm-hmm. nobody's really solved this problem of how do you make long lines, not feel like they're long lines. Cause even when you do the virtual queue, right, you still have people that get upset about the virtual queue because the virtual queue fills up or, you know, like you have to well, do it early in the morning or you can't, get it in time or you know maybe it's confusing because you get several times a day like there's no happy medium to this and and even when the parks first opened and they were ticket book based like we talked about you know that was you paid per ride basically i mean and that was what was going on then and it's kind of the same thing that's going on now i mean it's not it's almost come full circle in a weird way uh but then you were paying to get on the ride and wait in the standby line anyway right it's not like you were skipping the line when they first opened you were just paying for that to get on that ride and wait an hour if you had to yeah you know? it, it was it was a hard wall to getting on the line but yeah. then also the interesting interesting thing about that was that uh you know that there was no guarantees with that either no no right yeah. like like you know you're buying a ticket book and it's actually funny the um I, you know, I, I never saw the ticket book at Disneyland, but, um, so we have, we have something, uh, here called the Calgary stampede, which is, uh, you know, every year it's like a, it's a 10 day long thing where there's a rodeo, but then there's also a midway and you know, that they, they set up, they set up all these rides and everything and they use the ticket system there, but it's like, you know, this ride costs you five tickets. This ride costs you three tickets kind of thing. Like it's the, it's that same tiered thing. And I know what that feels like where, or rather when I was a kid, you know, I was begging, you know, my dad, I'm like, come on, you know, let's buy like, you know, let's buy some tickets so that we can ride these rides. And he's looking at it and going, nah, I'm not, you know, you know, for three <laughs> of us to ride this ride, it's like 15 yeah. bucks. Right. And it's like, nah, I'm not doing that. And, um, so I, I get why they moved away from it because it is, it sucks when that becomes the deciding factor of what you do, right? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, having having to choose between, um, you know, do I ride this ride or do I go and have a decent meal or do I just eat at the snack cart? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's there's so many. I mean, I, I honestly, I even though it's almost a two hour video, like. It flew by because it's it's very entertaining too. That like even if you're not into mm-hmm. like the whole minutia of everything, like 
they play old commercials. There's some snarky commentary. It's just, it's just funny. It's it's funny yeah, and it's, well done. Yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't it, it's not it doesn't have blinders on to the fact that you know Disney has made some missteps along the way. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It, 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 but the whole genesis of it, like you said though, like watching it at least gives you a reason why things are happening, right? Like so, and, and understanding it more, right? It's. And, and understanding that some of this is impossible for them to solve. There's always going to be some friction points and, and, yeah. and things and, like that. So, and I think, um, again, you know, you know, for anybody listening to this show, um, you know, you're obviously enthusiastic enough about Disney that, you know, you, you want to go and enjoy it. And I, and I think that understanding goes a long way towards when you're in the park, you're not going, you know, why the heck are they doing this or why is this? happening this way like when you understand what it's actually doing or at least for me like when you understand how the system is working you're a little more accepting of it and you're a little less um i i feel you you become a little less like wanting to have a knee-jerk reaction in the situation like you can kind of step back and go absolutely okay you know yeah i you know i get there's only so many fast passes a day or there's only there's only so much they can do, or, you know, this is the system that they chose to implement and they're at the mercy of it too. So it, I think it makes honestly for a better trip when you, when you don't go in with, um, you, you know, sorry, but you know, they love, you know, magic bands, fast passes, all that stuff. Like, like the, the marketing of it makes it sound like, Oh, you know, this is a perfect system and we'll, we'll take care of you and all that. When you understand that that's not the case, I think it makes for, a better experience overall, honestly. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. Because it tempers your expectations, right? Exactly. So it's it's you 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 understand more of like, okay, this is this is how this is why this is this way and this is why this it works this way. And you know, it, it's 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 very interesting. And I I, I definitely highly recommend it. I, I'm hoping I can get this guy on at some point. I would I would really love to just because I I yeah. love all the videos. So Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, why don't we uh, why don't we jump over to some DVC news? Because yeah, yeah, you know we we've been talking about everything else up until now. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we did have the point charts on here. So I, you know, we kind of talked about that earlier. I don't know if we need to really. Yeah, we don't need to dive back into that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so DVC members though uh, have access to a special fireworks viewing area at Disney's very merriest after hours party. So this is a um new benefit yeah yeah yeah, it's a benefit with dvc but it's uh so it's reservations or or you you have to reserve to reserve it yeah Yeah. you have to register yeah and you have to have tickets to disney's very merriest after hours party as well so So i mean that subset of a subset is what we're talking about yeah (laughs) so i mean i mean you know i guess if you weren't sure about going to the after hours party before that I mean, this could be a tipping point because you know, having I, I've done fireworks viewing at a Christmas party before, and it's or not a Christmas party actually at the Halloween party. It was nice, like it, it's nice when you don't have to scramble to find somewhere to to watch the fireworks from. Um, but yeah, I think the other problem with this too, though, is my understanding is some of the uh, the dates are already sold out for this. Or, or not so well that, that wouldn't surprise me I, no. I i you know but i i guess the reason i put this on here is i thought it was an interesting benefit that they were doing this mm-hmm. and i do feel like they should do it more i i you know this kind of stuff i feel like 
DVC members look at and go, okay, well, this makes me feel like at least slightly more special. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, you know, you're right. It's that VIP experience at, you know, you've already got a, um, uh, you know, a ticketed event. Yeah. And exactly. then when you, when you get a little bit extra on that, like I said, that's where I feel like that could be a tipping point is that, you know, if you weren't sure about going to, to this party before, you know, being able to do the party and then, oh, I've also got a reservation. You know, I don't have to think about fireworks like that's that's taken care of for me. Yeah, that that to me could be enough to to justify going. Yeah, they're also only it's no it's worth noting. They're only allowing four people total. So if you're with more people than that, you can only get yeah. four people in. So I wonder if that's per membership or like, is it? Like, could my could we get eight people in total? Because uh, you know, my wife's got a blue card, and I, I got a blue card, or is it just per membership? Or like, I don't know. Yeah, looking at the link, I mean, it, it's um, so it, it's membership by membership ID, right? So if you so and your two wife different have, membership IDs, yeah, yeah, exactly. So so yeah, I think that would be the that would be how that would work. Is you could uh, you and your wife could both get in four people. Yeah, and this is although this this is a blue card benefit, so. Yeah. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Sorry, white card folks, but it is a blue card benefit. So, all right. So, this is cool. I would love to see them do this more, you know? Yeah. Ex- yeah. Me too. I, I like for us, you know, we, we were talking about um, some of the after hours events because we, we've done them a lot of times in the past now. And we want to do Christmas parties and Halloween parties and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I I hope that they they uh, they add a little bit more of that stuff for DBC members, and I have to wonder if this is also because of the fact that Moonlight Magic doesn't look like it's coming back anytime soon. I I feel like yeah, this might be a bit of a trade off thing where it's like you either have a dedicated event like Moonlight Magic, or you have you know benefits at existing events. Which I mean, I feel like they could do both, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I know. Yeah, you're right. They they could do both but i feel like or well of course you know i've tried to go to moonlight magic and it never worked out um the the thing about moonlight magic is that it's very specific dates right whereas adding something like this to to the christmas parties you know you know there's multiple dates and and i i feel like it's a lot easier to plan for something like this than for a moonlight magic event yeah no that makes sense yeah that makes sense all right. Uh, Let's. You want to skip down to annual passes? I, this I know yeah. this happened a couple of weeks ago, but we have not really had a chance to talk about this. So yeah, they they've been they've been pausing annual pass sales here for for a little while. I think it's at a point now where they're they're not selling any of the tiers, are they? They're selling the Florida only tier. Oh, the only one okay. The, the Florida one's still there. Okay. Which, which is yeah. worth noting. The Florida only one is weekday only. So that the the lowest pass that is uh, is weekday only. So yeah that that's the that's the pixie dust pass. Yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it's the cheapest one. <laughs> so they're still selling the cheapest one. It's, I, I just, it's interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I, I just thought the, the name makes it sound too, you know, pixie dust is like, you know, you're just like sprinkling a little bit on. It's like, here's, here's, here's your bare minimum. Here you get a week, you get weekdays. Enjoy weekdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, if, though, I, if I was ahead, in sorry. Florida, that would be okay. Well, yeah. So like talking to my mom about this, like I was talking to my mom about the, cause she was talking about getting an annual pass 
And uh, I was like, well, you can get the cheapest one, but you can't go on weekends. She's like, I wouldn't want to go on weekends anyway. She's like, right. why? She's like, why do I want to go on weekends? I want to go on a Wednesday where there's no one there. You know, like that's that's because I mean, she's retired. She's got nothing else to do. So might as well go when it's, you know, nothing, nothing uh, going on. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it could still be busy, obviously. But yeah, so that's for, for local residents. That's not a terrible option. But it is interesting to me how many people I've seen that are really mad about this because First of all, they told us up front that this is, this could happen, right? Like mm-hmm. they specifically said in their announcement that this could happen. And the fact that they said it, I mean, I didn't think they were going to do it, but the fact that they said it, it means that they felt like they had a limited amount of these, right? Um I but go ahead, sorry. I feel like this is some like this is deliberate with, you know, going into the holiday season. Yep. I, I feel that this is purely because they don't want to be dealing with a bunch of people coming right now and signing up for annual passes and then filling up the parks going into December. Right. Well, and this is a problem they're having at Disneyland, right? You've, you've seen this in the news that there's, they're having problems with park pass availability at Disneyland. Right. And listen, Disney and conversely, it's funny though, because I've, seen people also complaining about the crowds at Disneyland. So yeah. people complaining <laughs> about the crowds, but also complaining that they can't get in. It's like, man, like that's, that's a, a good problem to have, I guess, is that you have too many people that want your thing. And that's been, you know, the problem that they've had for quite a while now is that their demand is way outstripping their supply, which is a, a problem. And, and, you know, everyone keeps talking about the prices going up. Right. And we've talked about this so many times. It's like, yeah, they keep raising the prices because they can, because their product is in demand. If they lowered the prices, it'd be even more in demand, and the parks would be even more busy. Like, so I, it's funny to me when I see people say the parks are too busy and they're too expensive, and it's like, well, you're gonna have one or the other. Like, that's they're, too cheap is gonna be busier. You know, like that's yeah. that's how it how it is. So, listen, I know this stinks for you because you were looking to buy an annual pass at some point, but. It's also possible that they just lift this after the holidays, like you're talking about. Yeah. And, and you know, like, I'm not going till February. And usually, and I've done this before, is, you know, we, I, I already have my park tickets for our trip in February. And what we've done is, you know, we just go to the ticket booth at, at the TTC and we just say, hey, I want to upgrade this to an annual pass and pay the difference. Yep. I am hoping we'll be able to do that. But even if we can't, like, again, it's, it's not the, the end of the world. And, and Again, also as DVC members, um, like the, the, the big, th- or the big reason that I get the annual pass is because the sorcerer pass, when you get past about, uh, 10 days with it, it saves you money. I don't yeah. care about the discounts and everything. It's, you know, it's just about saving money on the park tickets. Because the thing is, is that, you know, even if I couldn't get the annual pass, it's like, yeah, I got to pay a little bit more for my park tickets this year, but I'm still getting all the discounts with DVC anyway. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm still getting the 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 merchandise and the and the the dining discounts and everything, so it's not it's not enough that I'm gonna get mad and you know throw a temper tantrum on Main Street or something. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> you know it's it is also interesting to me though, like how many people are mad and it's like you had like months to buy this if you really wanted to buy it, it was available for months you know yeah well <laughs> like but but, but for you it's a little different that, it's it's different for yeah. you right on the flip side of that if people really wanted it and they bought it months ago this could have sold out back before uh before halloween potentially oh yeah yeah sure but i like i said i think i think this is more of a 
I want to believe this is a control thing for right now. I, I think Disney, you know, they're, they're being very cognizant of this holiday season coming up because it is like, I know COVID is not done by any means, but this is getting back to, you know, closer to normal. And I feel like they're, you know, they want to make sure that people are coming and it's not just a bunch of annual pass holders filling up the park. Right. Like they, sure, I, sure, I yeah. think that they, they deliberately stopped it because they didn't want, you know, I feel like there, there, there may be a mentality or at least if I was living there, it would be like a, you know, Oh, Hey, we're getting close to Christmas. Yeah. Let's, let's buy an annual pass and, you know, we can, you know, use it over the holidays kind of thing yeah. right like like i can see that yeah. kind of thinking where it's like i've got time coming up so i'll buy my pass now use it and then you know however much i use it over the next year but i think disney is going no you know we know this season is going to be really busy you we're not we're not adding any more fuel to the fire in terms of you know too many people <laughs> well and and they also you know they they're still not fully staffed yet right like they're still they're still down capacity because they just don't have enough cast members. And and look, it's getting better, right? They're they're hiring people at a at a very quick you know clip. But you know it takes time. Like I think I said this when I went on my trip in November. There were a ton of people with the little red ribbon on their tag saying "earning my ears," and you know just hiring these people it takes some time to train them, right? And so it, it's it's not an instant like oh we hired them let's get going again you know like it it takes time you got to train new people yeah. you got to get them into everything and and you know so all that takes time and and they have a certain capacity and that's part of this I, it's a big part of this and like i can understand why people are mad by the way i i also look at this too the timing to of this to me is interesting because this happened like right after destination d23 where they announced a whole bunch of stuff is coming back next year and mm-hmm. i would bet you a lot of people we're holding out and waiting and saying, okay, the annual pass, not worth it to me right now because there's no, you know, Fantasmic, there's no uh, daytime parades, there's no, you know what I mean? Like all this stuff that was still missing, right? And then Disney comes out and goes, okay, well, all that's coming back next year. You're going to have a, you ha- I bet they had a ton of people. They had a surge of purchases after that event where all that stuff got announced. It's coming back next year. And then people are like, oh, let's get it. Now it's worth it to get the pass again. Let's buy it. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. that's a big part of it personally. Yeah. You know, that that's true. I, I didn't, I didn't put as much weight on D23 because I, I, I like, I see all the news that comes out of it, but I didn't like really sit down and go through it, but you're right. It, it, that makes sense that people would get hyped up and, and then, you know, want to lock in their, their annual passes. And, and I think it's like you said, it's probably that combination of, you know, a lot of hype very shortly yep. built. And then also them looking at their staffing and going right now, we can't, you know, if everybody buys these passes now, we don't have the people to do this, but over the next couple of months, as more people come online, they'll probably hit a point where they can go, yeah, we can, you know, we can now facilitate having more annual pass holders. Right. Yeah. Because, which is why I feel like they reserve the right to pause them if they needed to, you know? Well, yeah. Cause, cause you don't, they don't want to be in a position where they've sold all these annual passes and there's all these, uh, APs standing at the front gate going, I paid for this, you know, why aren't you letting me in? Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is what's happening at Disneyland right now. Yeah. So yeah. I need to open those other parks at Disneyland. Well, they need to build those other parks. <laughs> yeah, they, right. They just need more space at Disneyland. That's really what they need. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Uh, so anyway, uh, so yeah, so I, I understand. I get why people are upset about it. I get it. But at the same time, I don't think that this means they're gone forever. They're, they specifically use no. the language pause. They're going to come back. It's just, it's a, it's strategic more than anything. And, and I also don't think that this is nefarious, by the way. And like, they're like, well, we need money. So let's, uh, let's, let's pause annual, uh, you know, annual passes because we make more money off of the people that come for a week than the annual passes. Like, I don't really think that factors into it as much as capacity, uh, does, you know, in the holidays and, and all that stuff. Like, I, I think they're still limiting their capacity somewhat, which is why you see some of the park passes being sold out during the busy time. So I, I just don't think that that's the kind of math that they're doing at the moment. Yeah. It's yeah. This, this is not, um, yeah, you know, you know, we're, we're obviously speculating on this just on what we know. There's probably a lot more going on that, you know, Disney oh, sure. is looking at going, you know, we can, we can see numbers, we can see, you know, you know, people booking, trips, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, you know, we don't have that level of visibility and they're probably looking and going, nah, this is a bad idea. You know, we, we can't be offering annual passes right now. (laughs) Well, and and not only that, you know, the, the borders reopening for a lot of the countries that, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, where a lot of people come from, you know, like, uh, you know, Canada and, and like England and, you know, places like that, where a lot of people come to Disney from those places. So, you know, that's probably part of it too. (laughs) So, so anyway, all right, let's I don't know uh, what we can really talk about with this other than I just watched the video and I was like this is I, I so the I'll take the your word be- for it. Um so Beacons of Light is the coolest <laughs> thing ever. So Yeah, yeah, so so apparently or so everyone knows what we're talking about. The the um yeah, Beacons of Magic show on Spaceship Earth um it or they have holiday patterns or a holiday show or something going on with it, which I haven't looked at this because I'm going to wait until I'm there before I look at spaceship earth <laughs> but to be okay so you don't even want to see what it looks like on there because i was gonna say like this is only during the holidays so you'll go you'll go back to the, the I, old show when it when it goes to you so yeah i you know i i, I want to see it first before i go and start watching yeah, videos yeah. of it so i'll take your word for it i'm i'm sure it's cool but uh yeah so there's a special holiday show going on right now so if you happen to be in the parks you know between now and the end of the year, go check out the spaceship earth and just stand there in awe with your mouth open. Like I did uh, <laughs> like, just like a little kid. Uh, just like, Whoa, this is the coolest have you thing seen, ever. have you seen the movie, uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, that scene where the, the, the cloud first comes and it starts raining and like everyone, like it, it's all the people in the town turning yeah, around yeah. and their, their jaw hitting the floor. I'm, I'm imagining a bunch of people standing there like that in front of Spaceship Earth. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, man. Like, I honestly, I there's, I don't want to say there's not a lot of things that that amaze me at, at Disney anymore because there are there there are still things that they do, like especially like if you go on like Rise of the Resistance and you'll see when you go on it, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of moments in that ride where you're like, whoa, like you know, there's yeah. just, there's just a lot of like stuff like that. But there's not you know in general a ton of moments like that anymore. And then. You know, you you stand there and you're just like, it's so simple too. It's not, it's just lights, right? And you know, synced up to music, but it's done so well and so beautifully done. It's just, it's hard not to look at it and just be like, wow, you know, like this is amazing. You know, you know, I I get what you're. I think I know what you're talking about. It. So sorry, I'm gonna just go on a, on another side tangent uh, okay yeah sure so we actually um i saw ghostbusters afterlife uh last week oh nice and 
I actually caught myself in the middle of the movie. Like it's, it's a good movie. I, I feel they, you know, you know, they, they did really great bringing it into like the next generation of ghostbusters, but there was various points in the movie where I just, I actually caught myself just having a stupid grin on my face. And just like that, that feeling from when I was a kid of watching it. Yeah. And I feel what you're talking about is that same kind of thing. Like, like you said, you you don't, you don't get impressed or you don't have that, that sense of wonder all the time, but every once in a while, something catches you the right way. And you just like, you forget, you forget everything else and you just enjoy the moment. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. I, I, I feel that's, I, I think I know what you're talking about and I feel that I'll probably be the same way when I, when I go to Epcot. So yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can see it and not be that way. Like it's it's just <laughs> it yeah. I mean maybe Damon, but <laughs> but you know, because he's not here to defend himself. So yeah, mo- <laughs> most people will enjoy it. <laughs> Honestly, I think even Damon would be impressed by it. Honestly. Yeah. I, I I just it's and I mean I've seen if you if if you look at a lot of the Disney groups and stuff, everybody's talking about how that's like their favorite thing. So it, right. it's I mean, because you can see it everywhere, right? You can see it anywhere in the park, because you can see Spaceship Earth pretty much anywhere in the park. And so you can see the lights anywhere, but the actual show they do with the music, you can only really see if you're standing in front of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh cause so it's it's just kind of a, a more yeah, I don't know. I can't even describe it. Just go do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> just go do it if you haven't done it. <laughs> All right. So super zoom magic shots. So yes. Um, speaking of more spaceship Earth stuff. Like so that. nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So so anyone who's who's seen these magic shots. So so they had previously the one at or Magic Kingdom. There's the one in Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios. The one in Animal Kingdom. Is that in front of the Tree of Life, or is there somewhere else that I'm not thinking of? I think so. I'm trying. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't because I know I've done the one in Hollywood Studios and the one in Magic Kingdom. I don't remember where the one is in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I I've, I haven't done the one in Animal Kingdom, so I I don't know off the top of my head. It's a good question though. And then they have the they have the tiny world shots too, the tiny world magic shots. Yeah. Uh, which I have not done. No, I think, oh, is this, the super zoom shot is actually in front of Everest. It looks like really. Oh yeah. No, it's, uh, um, hold on. Let me just look at this. Um, yeah, cause I, I didn't, I didn't know even that they had one in animal kingdom. I must've missed that at some point. Yeah. It's actually, um, yeah, it's it's over by Everest. It looks like okay. So cool. so okay. So yeah, there's there's that one, and then uh, yeah, now we have right in front of uh, um right in front of Spaceship Earth, which I I think um I think this one's really cool. Like yeah, the that's like a good one. The yeah. the framing of it is you you've got the those new the new uh, pillars there and yeah. Spaceship Earth and everything. Yeah, that's. I can't. I can't wait to hear your trip report when you come back, just from just Epcot, like just all the just, stuff that I've missed. Yeah, yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I'm excited to hear what you think of Rise of the Resistance and all that too. So. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm sure you're very excited for that as well. So totally. <laughs> all right, so uh, merchandise mobile checkout. So I, I put this on there just because I'm curious if you would use this. I 
I feel like they've been doing this for a while because I remember years ago they had it where you could you could scan a, a tag on an item in a store and then you could buy it on the app and then it would send it back to your room or send it to your home. Like that was a the thing they were I, doing for a while, but this is different. But I never, or if that was a thing, I never saw it when I was there back in 2019. Okay. Yeah, it is. It, it was anyway. I mean, I think it was limited though to certain places, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because they also used to have it too, where you could scan a tag and it would show you like all the places in the park that you could buy that thing. You know? Right. So yeah, yeah that, that was the, th- or I think that was the thing is that it seemed like, you know, oh, that's great that you can scan something but i was more like you know i want to buy it now yeah i want to take yeah yeah which that that's what this is so so the merchandise mobile checkout the they're expanding it to more locations which um here i'll I'll just read off the list here is uh world of disney and disney springs creation shop at epcot the emporium at magic kingdom park which is the the new one uh mickey Mickey's of Hollywood at Disney Hollywood Studios is coming soon, and the Island Merchandi- Merchantile at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park is also coming soon. So these are all like the big um, merchandise areas in each of the parks. So yeah. obviously it won't apply to us. You know, there's some of the smaller ones um, around the attractions and whatnot. Um, those aren't available yet, but um, th- this covers off quite a lot of places that you would buy merchandise from, especially, you know, world of Disney and Disney Springs, I think has a yeah. good mix of stuff across all the parks. Well, in creation shop. So when I was at creation shop, I saw they had a cast member set up at like a table and it said, uh, testing mobile checkout. Right. So, and for those of you that aren't familiar with this, essentially what it is, is you, you, uh, when you're, when you want to shop, you just open like the app and then you scan the barcodes of the stuff that you have as you like, you know, put them in whatever you're carrying them with. And then once you're done, uh, so you scan them, you know, one by one with your phone. And then you do a, uh, you show a QR code to the cast member at the end, and then you're done. Like so, you don't wait in line or anything, and they don't scan your stuff. You scan all your stuff. They give you a QR code. They scan it, and you pay, and and that's it. Like so, you walk out. So it's it's supposed to be like a little bit easier and not have you, you know, going up to the checkout line essentially. Yeah. It's, and, and yeah, th- again, this is, like I said earlier for me, I love this kind of stuff. Cause I, I love this new technology and, and the convenience of it, because as you're walking around the store, you can, you know, you, you're kind of, instead of, you know, when you get to checkout and it's like, you've got a whole stack of stuff and the person's having to go through and find tags and scandal. It's like, you can, you can scan your shopping cart as you go. And then, you know, get everything in your cart and then, and, and I know like Amazon's doing something like this as well with some of their stores where it's like, as you're walking through and picking stuff up, you're scanning it. And then, yeah, at the end you just, you know, you show the QR code, which is when you pay for it basically, but like everything is preloaded there. So, so the whole idea is, is that I I know some people be like, well, but you still have to stop somewhere and show someone a QR code. It's like, yeah, but that takes two seconds versus you know, when you're standing in line to, to, to check yeah. out at any of these places, especially, um, like I remember at mouse gears, it was always, there were certain times a day where checking out at mouse gears was ridiculous. Like, well, <laughs> I will say it's better with, with the creation shop because kind of like, you know, like in world of Disney, when there's just like, they have like two aisles basically of just 
like 10 on each side cast registers and you yeah. one big line and then you just go to different lines kind of the same way in in creation shop where you just there's just like one big line but they have a ton of registers so but I, I agree with you i love this kind of stuff and by the way in case you're wondering too as long as you have your dvc membership uh linked to your account the discount will apply with this doing this too same with annual pass holders so it's actually built right into to that where you have the discount right on there so yeah, which again, you know, as long as they're they're keeping that in mind, and you don't have to do extra steps to get your discount, yep, like that. Th- this is you know, <laughs> this is dangerously making it easier Easy. to spend more money, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the point, right? It makes it easier to spend money. Yep, <laughs> yeah, but but I like it too. Like I said, I'm I'm always been somebody that uh, you know, like when when self checkouts first came oh, to grocery too. stores and stuff, you know, I, I remember for the longest time, nobody touched them. And, and I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, and, and I, I even remember, um, uh, like, um, I, I talked to, to a coworker at one point and they were like, um, yeah, self-checkout's great. Except that, you know, if, if you need to buy fruits or vegetables, you have to, or, you know, you know, you have to get someone to help you. And I'm like, no, you don't like you yeah, can you just weigh it right there. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You can do it yourself and, you know, put in the codes and everything, but this is the same kind of thing is it's like, if you take a little bit of time to understand the system, I feel that, you know, it, it's definitely, it, it's a more benefit. Same thing with, um, you know, the mobile ordering at, at quick service and all that is that it seems like a lot of people, and again, I get it. I get not everybody wants to take time to learn the technology, but again, for myself, I embrace it because the fact that nobody else is using it means that, you know, it's, it kind of feels like a fast pass for, (laughs) for ordering and and buying stuff. Right. Well, unfortunately with mobile ordering, the cat's out of the bag on that one. So, because they forced so many people to do it during the pandemic, like during, you know, when everything was locked down, there's like, everybody's doing it now. So I will tell you, Trevor, the one thing you want to do, especially like around lunch times, if you're going to use mobile order, Mm -hmm. try to like get a slot, like way before, like, you know, try to do your order like an hour before, lunchtime because the slots fill up really quickly I, oh, that we, was something i noticed yeah we do that anyway like yeah, yeah like even yeah. before we were doing that because yeah i get it it's it's the same thing where you you don't want to go right at lunchtime or right at dinner time because everyone else is and it so you're going to wait either way so yeah we we would usually plan like to eat around like 11 or 11 30 so that you know we could get that done before lunchtime hit the the funny thing is like i know what you're saying that you know a lot of people are using mobile ordering or they were using it because of the pandemic. But I feel like as it goes back to, as things go more and more back to normal, I I almost expect people to go back to using the line or or at least that's been my personal experiences that like around here as places have opened back up, like there was a point where mobile ordering was, was really busy. But like for me, the, the last couple of times that I've gone places and used it, there's been a lineup like there, there's been like eight or 10 people in a line and I'll use the mobile order and walk up and be out of there in two seconds. Yeah. But it seems like people still want to stand in the line. I, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's, tre- it's funny you say that though, Trevor, because like the place where I was talking about that where Damon and I went to last night with, with mm-hmm. uh, Chris, uh, 
there were there were big lines at all the places, right? But they also all have mobile ordering, right? Which I know because I've been there a bunch of times. So there's these big lines, and I I, I said to Damon, and Damon's like, "Oh, I guess I'll get in line." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! Just order on your phone, and it'll be ready in ten minutes, and you'll just go pick it up, and you don't have to wait in line." Like, I, I, in those situations, I guess people don't even know that that it, that it exists and that it's something you can do. But I mean, I know Disney pushes it a lot for mobile well, ordering at the parks. But uh, well, but yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. I totally, yeah, I, I totally agree. The less I can interact did. with a human, the better, too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> thing is, is that Disney was purchasing it or, or not purchase. They they were pushing it. Um, but I feel like as things get back to normal, you'll yeah. find that more people are just going to want to get back in line. No, like, you're right. You're I, it, right. It's, it's a weird it's phenomenon. True. Like, yeah, like, it's true. like, but I, I think it goes back to, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't, um, you know, they don't want to spend the time, you know, like, like it's, it's the same thing we hear all the time is, you know, people go, well, I don't want to be looking at my phone the whole time while I'm, while I'm on my trip. But the truth is, is that once you get it set up or once you get comfortable with it, it takes, you know, you're not spending all your time looking at your phone, but I do also understand the other side of it. Like even when I was with my parents on our last trip, you know, I was doing everything via mobile order and, and they, (laughs) at one point they actually were like, I I said, Oh yeah, you know, I'm going to order, I'm going to order us some dinner. What do you guys want? They're like, well, no, we'll get our own. And I'm like, well, I'm mobile ordering. So, you know, you know, I'll get it for all of us. And and they were like, well, we we were just going to go stand in line. And I was like, (laughs) no, you're right. Yeah. By the time you guys finish standing in line, we could have our food and be done eating. <laughs> so, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's weird though. But but again, I get why my parents did that because to them, they didn't have any of the stuff set up on their phone. So and because you know, again, that that's not that's not something everybody wants to do. So I can see as time goes on, and and you're going to see it that. You know, even though they're offering these things like mobile checkout and 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 all that kind of stuff, people are going to use it. But I don't think it's going to be as prevalent as you think, which is weird because it, it in my mind it's in my mind it seems better. But I also get why people want to just stay with the way things are. <laughs> no, I, I I'm yeah. all for any technology making my life easier. So and and in my mind, this makes my life easier. So yeah. So, I didn't yeah, test we'll, it out while I was there, though. I, I will tell you the only reason I didn't use the mobile uh, the mobile checkout is because we bought something that we really needed to have like wrapped up and packaged, mm-hmm. like something fragile. So in that case, we still wanted to go to the register so that they could, you know, bo- box it up. But then again, I think the the cast member that's sitting at that table may be able to do that for you too. So I don't know, right? But like, I guess that's the thing is if they can still provide some of the other services that they do, like like if you could do all the, the, you know, checking things out and then, and then have it sent back to your room or sent it wherever packaged up, if that can be included as part of it, you know, then, then yeah, you know, those cast members, they're doing just that. They're not having to do, you know, ringing people's orders up and doing that. So it's still faster. Right. Oh, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So let's talk about this next thing uh, that doesn't affect either one of us. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it does affect me, but not in the way that you think. Um, So parking lot trams are returning to Magic Kingdom, particularly. Um, which it's been a thing that people have been complaining about for a while now that those right are- totally be, because walking across the, you know the the concrete savanna is yeah. you know it's, it's rough yeah. I, I get why people don't want to do that 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 parking lot is crazy huge and at the end of the day you know I wouldn't want to walk back to my car either yeah 
But well, and so this is coming to Magic Kingdom this month, and then other theme parks throughout 2022. Obviously, they're prioritizing Magic Kingdom for understandable mm-hmm. reasons. So yeah, and, and for me, it's you know when when I'm walking back to my room at the end of the day, we do have to walk by the tram, or, or let, rather, like we come out where like where everyone's getting onto the tram, but then we hang a right and go into the Polynesian through like a little side path. But yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I enjoy yeah. seeing it because uh, again, you know, the top hat and monocle moment, um, you know, I, 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 you know, we, we, <laughs> I think we do this every time we walk out is, you know, you, you see all the families, you know, they've got like strollers and kids and they're all tired and whatever. Ugh. And, you know, we're walking back with our backpacks and we all see, see everyone piling into the tram and we're like, sucks to be them. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like it because it makes you like feel good about yourself <laughs> like, it just, it, it's just it makes you feel superior. Like, <laughs> you, you guys have to get on the tram and then get yeah. to your car and then get back to your hotel room and i am like maybe a you know, hundred feet from getting to my bed <laughs> yeah yeah well see it's funny because i don't even like uh you know i, I don't try i don't drive when we're there although this past trip we did drive that one day to, to hollywood studios but even then, like we weren't far enough that I felt like I needed a tram. You know what I mean? Like I was, mm-hmm. it was because we got there so early in the morning. Like our parking spot was pretty close. Um, so I, it's funny though. This is okay. This will probably make some people laugh. So I, I since I never drive into the parks, I didn't know like what to say to the parking lot attendant when we got up to the booth because I'm like. You know, I know I get free parking, but I like. What do I just say to this guy? So I, I drive up, and he go, and I go, uh, I go. Oh, so uh, I'm a pass holder, and he goes, "Good for you," <laughs> like, like in a really condescending tone. And I was like, I was just trying to tell you that I can park here, like, you know, for free. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I don't know what was I supposed to do. <laughs> I, I thought there was a lane for pass holders. Is for- there, I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't see a lane for. I mean, I didn't see one, but. Um, no. Maybe I guess I should have just stuck my magic man out the window and not said a word to the guy, but he was very like he was not very nice about it. <laughs> mm. But anyway, um yeah, I mean this is a good thing. Look, <laughs> I think Disney like you know, they've been trying really hard to get bus drivers and you know, and and I'm sure parking trims falls kind of not necessarily under bus drivers, but it's not all that dissimilar. It, and, it's a little um, more custom actually cuz those yeah, trams are are yeah. very hard to control <laughs> exactly and so if they're they had a hard time getting bus drivers i'm sure they had a hard time getting parking lot uh tram uh, drivers right so i'm sure it just took some time so i but you know i'm glad that they're coming back and i know a lot of people that drive uh to the parks are going to be very happy about it too so yeah sorry like i also I said, had a lady I'm, I'm, push me out of the way one time when i was trying to get into one of the trams so that was fun ugh. like i said sorry i'm i am the i'm the guy standing off to the side you know you know, you can see the tram and there, you know, I bet if somebody took a picture in front of the tram, you could see us in the back corner, like, you know, with, you know, turning Twilight. our nose up, like, oh, you know, those, those, monocling over there. those poor people <laughs> having to, uh, having to venture on the tram. It's, it's such a shame. I know, I know exactly what the meme's going to be this week. Let, let's go uh, back to the room and, <laughs> uh, and relax and watch the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, though, like, the tram is kind of like one of those, like, we're at Disney kind of things. You know what I mean? Like, where you, like you feel very much like you're at Disney now. You it, know? It, it, it has that, um, it has a certain aesthetic to it. it. It almost feels like a Tomorrowland thing to me. Yeah, like, I, see, I feel like they look kind of like, they're almost like a, the monorail almost in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, which for for me that all kind of falls in with like or, yeah, like contemporary monorail, like all yeah, that yeah. all that retro futurism. Like the tram feels like part of that, which Agreed. Yeah. All right. It's good. And so, um talk about things coming back, right? Yeah, th- so so one of these I care about, the other one I don't. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think I so, can guess which one you care about, which one you don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we have Storybook Dining at Artist Point and Boltwright's Dining Hall reopening um, this month. So yep. You care about Storybook, don't care about... Uh... <laughs> I do. Uh, I was, yeah. Storybook, honestly, was... It, it's one of the best meals I've had on property. Um, and it was... So, so, you know, you meet... It's the Seven Dwarfs and Snow White... And the evil queen. Um, it's, it was honestly a lot of fun. Like we, we had a great time when we did it. And I'm, I'm glad that it's coming back and I would love to actually go back there again at some point. You're coming up on like, uh, are you going to do like, uh, dining reservations for your February trip? Cause you're like coming up on 60 days soon here. Yeah. Actually, we, we've been talking about it and, um, we, we're definitely doing space 220. And of course, of course. And I, I actually had to have a discussion with my son because he said, uh, or I said, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, Space 220 and Garden Grill. And I said, okay, but we're not doing those on the same day because oh, yeah. that's, it's a lot of food. <laughs> and well, are you going to do lunch for Space 220 or are you going to do dinner for Space 220? We'll probably do lunch for, for space 220 but the problem is is that like if you do that and then you do garden grill garden grill is you know it's it's that family style thing either way like you're eating a lot of food in one day and we yeah. we made that mistake where we did we did garden grill and we did via napoli in the same day oh, yeah. and it, we were it was way too much Stuffed. food yeah <laughs> so so we're we're gonna break it up and i'm actually gonna try um we're going to do space 220 one day. And then, um, we have another day where we're going to go to Magic Kingdom, but I think we're actually going to park hop over to, so like we're going to do most of our day at Magic Kingdom. And then, yeah, like for dinner, we're going to park hop over to, uh, Epcot and do Garden Grill. So okay, th- that works. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the plan so far. We haven't actually looked at anywhere else that we want to go because, uh, um, we, we figured, you know, I, I just want to get back into, like getting used to doing the parks again before I go and make a whole bunch of reservations. But you know, those two, my son, my son said to me, he's he's like, garden grill is non-negotiable, Nice, (laughs) which, you know, I'm, I'm glad he feels the same way as I do. Like, you know, I, I I still want to keep going there. Um, but I, I feel like space 220, I know you've been there and, and, and you had a great time. I feel like you're going to have a great time. Yeah. It's, it's going to be another one of those, like, we have to do this kind of experiences i honestly i it was not a one and done for me for sure like it was such a great experience i i want to do the dinner now i want to i want to do the dinner not that it's all that different like they add a couple dishes for dinner but um you know i don't know i just I, it was so cool and i just want to do it again and and it was just so much fun so yeah you're gonna love it it's it's gonna be great so i mean you're also i think a festival's going on while you're there too at epcot right like isn't uh, there isn't arts festival going on the arts yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. So you'll you'll have some stuff for that too. So uh, lots of lots going on at Epcot for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. No gardens right, well, though. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we yeah. kind of went off on a tangent there. But yeah, so so obviously there is more dining options coming up. Um, like I said, for us, I'm 
you know, I would love to go and do a storybook, um, uh, storybook, uh, dining again, yeah, but, um, that'll be, like I said, we're, we're going to wait, um, because we have other places we want to go first and sure. This may actually, um, the November trip that I actually booked as we've been talking here, um, that may be on that trip. So I'm just trying to think of what, like, I kind of didn't even think about the fact that those two restaurants were still closed. So I'm like, I'm trying to think of what is even left that is still closed. You know what I mean? Like what, what major restaurant is there that isn't open yet? So now I feel like I'm going to, I got to pull up the website just to see, cause like, you know, what's, what's available and what's not. Cause I, I'm trying to think of what's, what's closed still. Pretty much everything is back open at this point. I feel like. Let's. There's got to. Victoria and Alberts is still closed. So okay, that's that's fine. Um, but you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna just look on Disney Food Blog and see if they have a <laughs> a list of what's closed. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, yeah. the The list of open is much larger than the list of <laughs> closed at this point of closed yeah 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 i'm trying i mean I, I there's very little that's still that's closed but which by the way one of the things that was closed actually while we were there um was the the muppet uh the gift shop the muppet gift shop right at the, outside of muppet vision 3d we were mm-hmm. so bummed about that because <laughs> we really wanted to go in that store but that was closed so but, um yeah it, it, i guess uh so Akershu in Epcot. Oh, yeah, that's still closed. Yeah, yeah that's still closed. Uh, Monsieur Paul. I don't know where that is. It's, uh, it's in France, isn't it? That's- France. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Restaurant Marrakesh. It's, you know, uh, Takumite in the Japan Pavilion. Okay. And- well, that's like the super fancy one, though. Yeah. So, but again, yeah, yeah. So, so we're down to like the last couple, and same thing like 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 Akashu's the, uh, I mean that that's a a character meet, but yeah. that's that's the nice one in in Norway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so there's really not that much still closed. I feel like no. And then Hollywood Studios Neighborhood Bakery and Disney Springs uh, Pepe by Jose Andre. Yeah, this yeah. I think that one's not even open. I like, I don't even know if that one ever, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that one. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I pretty much everything's back open at this point and it seems like the rest of the stuff next year is reopening. So actually, oh, look, so sorry, there is more than that. So, so that's in the parks, uh, 1900 park fair and Victoria Alberts, as you said, and the, uh, the garden garden view tea room are still closed. Okay. Okay. Uh, hoop de do. Oh yeah, who to do? That's probably the biggest one that's still closed. I think. It, yeah, I mean that that's that's a huge. That's probably going to be one of the yeah. last ones because of yeah. the 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 performers and everything. Same thing with Spirit of Aloha at the Polynesian. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I I think Coop to do is probably the biggest one that that isn't that isn't uh, open yet. So, but like like you said, it's that's a big part of it is the performance piece, right? So it's going to take some more time to get that open. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, but like I said, you know, the the list of things not open is far shorter than than the list of things oh, for that sure. are open at this point. So for sure. So yeah, I, yeah, I ex- I expect over the next couple of months here, you'll you'll see announcements. But uh, and then yeah, 
um, the other one actually just looking at this list, uh, of course they, they listed Typhoon Lagoon on here because it's not open oh, sure. at all, yeah. which yeah. Yeah. I hope it is open by the time I go in February. I, maybe, you yeah. know, it's possible. I, I know all your, like you, you go to a water park in February. Yes. I'm Canadian and you know, <laughs> you, you guys think it's cold, but it's like, if it's 75 or 80 degrees, that's like summertime <laughs> to me. Uh, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should. I think <laughs> getting we're getting tired and punchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah, that's I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, let's let's do this. So if uh, yeah, if you guys want to reach out to us, uh, make sure you send us an email at welcomehomepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, it's, you know, the, the, the best place to get a hold of us. We, uh, we love seeing emails and, you know, you guys share your own experiences. You ask us questions, all that kind of stuff, you know, just keep it coming. And then, uh, same thing on Facebook. If you guys, uh, want to follow us as welcome home podcast, that would be great. You can also join the Facebook group, welcome home, Disney waitlist and, um, see all the memes and all the discussion and, and just, you know, Generally, a bunch of great, uh, great positive uh, Disney discussion going on. Um, we're not like those other groups. I feel like that should be our tagline. Yeah, uh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a fun uh, discussion about groups that we've all been kicked out of on Facebook uh, of Disney groups that we've been kicked out of on the uh, Discord. So yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I was gonna say, or I'll, I'll mention. Yeah, we we have the Discord server as well, and I'll mention that in a bit but uh <laughs> yeah the, there's the yeah so join the facebook group uh if you want to follow that there is uh, uh we have the youtube channel which is welcome home podcast and instagram which is welcome home picks those uh, anytime we do live streams you can actually catch those on youtube if uh, you miss the live streams and uh, instagram is a great place to uh, you can see actually facebook posts on instagram as well but also when we go to the parks you'll see uh you'll see pictures and and stuff from uh from there get posted on instagram you can uh it, it, you can also uh go to the store which is store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh look up uh if you want to get some merchandise we got some some cool t-shirts and mugs and um, i'm gonna keep pushing the fanny packs because i know uh <laughs> tom likes the fanny packs so you know, I've been joking that I'm going to get my sister a uh, welcome home fanny pack for, for Christmas. Yeah, so. I, I feel like it could be a thing where, you know, you know, everyone else has got shirts for other things, but you, you'll know somebody listens to the podcast because they, you know, rock in the fanny pack in Hollywood studios or something like that. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. the idea. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, check that kind of stuff out. And then also we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash welcome home pod. If you subscribe to any level of Patreon, you get access to the discord server that was mentioned. And, um, that is, uh, uh, it's exclusive access on Patreon. There's a little more discussion there going on. Um, or, or you know, it's a little more intimate and, um, yeah, we, we have some good, uh, some good channels going there and, um, Patreon also gets access to exclusive merch. So there, there's some, uh, some exclusive logoed merch for the different tiers of Patreon. If you're looking for something different than what's on the store. And, uh, last but not least, if you guys are listening via iTunes, make sure you guys leave us a review. Um, you know, obviously more stars are better. Tom would love five star reviews, but even if you don't want to leave that, that's fine. Just, um, you know, if, if, you like or don't like what we're doing we we'd love to hear it we we appreciate constructive feedback and you guys sharing with us 
Yeah, and even if you don't listen to us on uh, on iTunes, by the way, if you have an Apple ID, you can log in and, and do a review. So um, I know the other services don't necessarily have a, a, the ability to do reviews. So if you still have an Apple ID, you can log in and do a review, even if you don't listen through through iTunes. So it's our Google. I guess it's Apple Podcasts, right? It's not iTunes yeah. anymore. Whatever, <laughs> whatever that thing is called. <laughs> yeah, the, it's the Apple, Apple Podcasts, right? The Apple yeah, platform. I, yeah, the thing that Apple does. <laughs> you would think I would know, considering I'm about to read a thing that says Apple Podcasts. But, you know, I'm just used to saying iTunes. And plus, every time I boot my computer up, it's always trying to get me to update iTunes. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, which I've declined for like 10 years. So anyway, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify any place you can find podcasts uh just look for welcome home uh, and you can find us the one that's disney and dvc just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions we express on the show are our own so please contact a dvc representative or disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to dvc rental store for sponsoring this episode we appreciate their support please check them out uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Do a hunt when we hit a chair.